So you love Jesus and are hungry for more? In this podcast, we will explore knowing Jesus, sharing Jesus, and learning how to share our story. My fellow brothers and sisters, these areas will make us strong warriors for Christ. And guess what? God will equip us in that journey. I am Melina, your host and teacher, or Jesus bestie, and this is the Holy Equipped Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to another episode on this podcast. I am always excited, so maybe I should stop saying I'm excited for today. No, I am going to say it because we should be excited every day, right? And if we hide it or not share it, then we, you know, we got way to put more lightness in the world, more positivity, right? So I'm going with it. Okay. I am excited for today. Um, Today's episode is going to be a message episode um, where we're going to talk about anticipation and how to deal with that. Um, And I definitely have some anticipation coming for me. And so I don't know about you, but maybe you got something coming too. Uh, For me, I'm officially in the month that my baby boy is going to be born this month. Like, I can't even believe it. Can't believe it. I mean, it could be any day now, really. Um, But yeah, Asher, my son, is going to be arriving and um, we're moving this weekend into our new place. Crazy, I know, but God's timing and God's ways are higher than our way. You know, all of those things. Okay, I trust God. It's going to be great. Um, But I want to share this message on anticipation. And when I think of anticipation, I can't help but think about Mary's anticipation as she waited for the birth of her first child. Granted, hers was the son of God. So maybe her anticipation was a little bit more than mine. <laughs> and um, and I know we we just had Christmas like a couple months ago. But, you know, the story of Mary giving birth to baby Jesus is not something to look over. Like, it's a, it's a pretty big deal and not something just to think about once a year. And because the anticipation of our Savior, our Savior, guys, that's something that preceded Christmas, like the moment since the moment that we were created, that God knew he'd come to save us, that from the beginning of time, our Savior existed. And that's a whole lot of anticipation from that to when baby Jesus was actually born. Really, it's, it's quite amazing. I have a lot of anticipation for these instant changes, um, overnight changes that are about to come into my life. And, you know, they're for the good, but whether it's for good or for bad reasons, you still can be left in angst sometimes when you're anticipating something. And, and there's this desperation that you might have to know what's going to come of this. Can I do this? What is coming? What's it going to be like? Will I be okay? And here's a list of some things see if any of these hit you. It could be you're anticipating leaving a job, 
changing your majors in school, moving out of state, taking a job in a new field, or getting married, wondering if your spouse will change their mind about divorce, wondering if you'll ever find love again, finding the perfect house, adding another dog to the family, or having a baby like me. (laughs) Whatever it is, you're probably anticipating something. And if that list didn't hit you, you're still in the list with whatever yours is. But you know change is coming. And with that being said, let's go back to Mary. Who knew change was coming? Um, she already had to deal with change, even just at the announcement of being pregnant. Um, she's So imagine she's pregnant with the son of God. And she's probably asking herself some questions. I mean, she was a person like us, right? She's probably thinking, what are people going to think of my family? You know, like, this isn't my husband's kid. Um, what will it be like to have a child from God? Like, this has never happened before. It, will I survive? Like, am I going to die? <laughs> like, what's it going to be like? Is it going to is it going to be worse than a normal birth experience? Who knows? Will my son be taken from me because he's of God and not even like normal? (laughs) These are questions she might have had. Now we don't see evidence of these questions in the Bible, of course. But like I said, she was a person, a very young person at that. So she had to have some kind of normal human feelings like we would have in that situation of maybe being worried or scared or hesitant. Those are normal. And we see that even though she's a normal young girl um, about to give birth to a baby that God gave her, she still had immediate trust and faith in God. And I uh, I find that interesting because she goes to this immediate, like, faith in God and trust in him. But like I said, we, we don't see the recording of all of her doubts, fears, questions, and the things that she had gone through through the whole nine months of gearing up for this anticipation of this birth of a baby that all of mankind has been anticipating for a long time. And so when I think about like, why would this stuff not be mentioned? Well, granted, the writer of the Gospels, Luke in this case, you know, he's not Mary. So it's not, and he did probably didn't have, you know, these lovely journals that Mary wrote to be like, these are exactly the feelings she has. He's telling the story. So he doesn't know these details. But Also, I think there's a purpose as well that we don't have these particular details of her anticipation. So I think about the supernatural strength that God gives us. And I'm going to point out some scriptures here that points and alludes to having this supernatural strength. Jesus said, in John fifteen fifteen, he mentions, apart from me, you can do nothing. Having the strength that is Jesus Christ in us, we can do all things 
through Christ, right? Apart from him, we can't do it. So if you got him, you can do anything. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, 9 through 10, Paul is talking here and he talks about his weaknesses. For where I am weak, I am strong. What? It's because God's more glorified in that way and God shows up through the weakness to add the strength to get through, right? In Joshua 1, 9, God tells Joshua when he's supposed to lead the nation of Israel to take over their lands to start the kingdom, to be strong and courageous. Yeah, easier said than done, but he says, for I am with you wherever you go. So you can be strong. You can be courageous. Your weaknesses are actually your strengths. Apart from Jesus, you can do nothing. But if you are alongside with him, you can do it. So these are evidence of how supernatural strength can work in our lives. Because that strength comes from God himself. And I think of Mary, how not only did she have God on her side for this supernatural strength, but she also had supernatural support around her. And what I mean by that is um, there's other miracles around us that can kind of, when you know about them, support your own faith as well. And these things still happen even today. We just kind of miss them. But she had them in the sense that um, her cousin Elizabeth, who had John the Baptist, couldn't have kids. And then she got pregnant. And that was a miracle. And she got to wit- and Mary got to witness that. Um, supernatural support around her, maybe she knew or didn't know, but Joseph had planned on not staying with her. It's mentioned in Matthew that he was planning to divorce her quietly. However, an angel came to Joseph. An angel of God came to Joseph to tell him, no, 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 stay put. It's okay. Stay with her. This is this son of God is going to save everybody, the world and all of that. That was a supernatural support that came in as well. We needed John the Baptist, who was going to be the one to pave the way before God as prophesied. And um, we needed Joseph to be like, we needed an angel to see Joseph so that he could stay with Mary. Um, and these, these are those supernatural supports that, or that we could probably even have around us as well, that when we see them or not even know they're happening, allow people in our lives around, allow things that can happen that are supernatural support to our own supernatural strength. And so, um, the other thing too is how else could she have, you know, dealt with this is God's promises. He's faithful. He's the same God before Mary. He's the same God that he, you know, with Mary, and he's the same God today. And he's always proven faithful in his promises. So when he told her, and he told Joseph, and he told Elizabeth, these things that would happen, 
you bet your bottom dollar they were going to happen and they can hang their hat on that. They can have strength in that and get through that anticipation of what was to come. So, you know, if you were to look at Luke and the story of Mary and having baby Jesus, you would find, of course, that the focus of the text is about the miracle of Jesus being born. It points us to Jesus, not on Mary. Again, why wouldn't we see all of her doubts and fears like it's some kind of journal, like David's Psalms or something? It's because the focus is Jesus, not Mary. And this is how we should live. We should live in that same way. And how can this help us? How can this help us deal with anticipation? If we focus on the miracle, the blessing, the answered prayer to come, in having that bold faith and believing what God can do, and not focusing on ourselves, that's how we can deal with anticipation. So for instance, for me, with the anticipation of having a baby really, really soon, it's easy for me, because I'm human, <laughs> it's easy for me to focus on all of the things that labor might bring, because I've never had a baby before. I can easily focus on what the pain might feel like to go into labor. How bad will it be? The fears of what could happen, what wrong, what things can go wrong. Um, kind of the thoughts of what is my body going to look like after Asher is born? I hardly recognize my body now. <laughs> and just all of the feelings and all of the things that come with change. And how my life will never be the same. And just like you, for whatever you're going to deal with or, or going through, whatever it is that you're anticipating, that might bring about some change, either for the better or for worse. This is how you can cope with it, is by putting your focus on Jesus. So instead of focusing on those things, instead of focusing on myself, I can choose to focus on the miracle. I mentioned focusing on the miracle, the blessing, and the answered prayer. I can choose to focus on the miracle, which is the fact that this baby boy even exists. Uh, uh, I don't know about, like, if you've looked how babies come to be, like, it's pretty miraculous, I think. The fact that this baby is in me right now, a human life, miracle. I can choose to focus on the blessing, which is that I get to have this little human gift that I even get to have this new priority that gets me out of bed with a purpose when I've longed for purpose before, um, something to be like, what do I want to be when I grow up? I've been chasing after this for so long. And now this baby is my purpose each day. That'll never change. Cause it, he's my son. He'll always need me. I can choose to focus on the answer prayer. I've had so many prayers and for over two years, I was distant in my faith because I didn't, I didn't know where I was going. I had so many changes. And then all of a sudden it was just like, what am I doing? And then even when I got, was starting to get closer to God, I still would pray so much of like, 
God, like, what is that job? What is that role? What is that title? Like, what should I be working towards? What, why do I have these passions and these dreams for nothing? And when my prayers were answered, when I found out I was pregnant, I was given that reason, purpose and drive now. And everything I was struggling with faded. And I realized I wanted one thing, my husband, my son, and a life with them. Okay, that's three things. Okay, a life with my husband and son. (laughs) One thing, right? The one life. And I realized that's enough. I was able to let go of this angst of thinking I needed to be somebody or do something, some job or whatever. That was answered prayer for me. So um, that's, that's how in just the past few years, I have been able to shift my focus to the miracle, the blessing, and the answered prayer to come. And that's what I want you to realize if you are dealing with any anticipation, the way to shift your focus away from yourself. And it's not easy, but you know, just do the practice, focus on the miracle, focus on the blessing and keep praying and believing that those prayers will be answered. Where your focus goes, your, your heart grows, right? So instead of focusing on yourself and your feelings, because feelings change. Focus on God, who is constant, and hang on to that. Um, and know that you don't have to have it figured out. There's a supernatural strength that comes when you surrender yourself to God, and He can get you through it. And uh, that that's my hope for you in listening to this message today. It's just having that encouragement of how do I get through this? Shift your eyes, surrender it all to God. And you just have to take it one step at a time and know that it is already in you. If you are a professed believer of Christ as your Lord and Savior, it's already in you. You got already what it takes to get through your anticipation into your next season. So, um, that's all I have for you today. And again, you are always in my prayers for any healing that you're going through this year, like I have been sharing in this podcast this season so far, or for any changes that are coming or are yet to come for you this year. Um, You are in my prayers for all the strength that God has in you for you to recognize it and walk in it. And so with that being said, that's all I got for you this week. And again, assuming um, that I won't be giving birth, (laughs) I will be back into your ears again next week. My friends, thank you for listening to the Holy Equipped Podcast. Will you help me grow this ministry and the mission to make discipling disciples of Christ? That is teaching Christians how to grow and teach other Christians who also teach Christians how to be warriors for Christ. If this episode spoke to you, please leave a review. And if you really want to help me spread the mission, share this episode with a friend. If you haven't yet, follow or subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. 
If you want to connect and be besties with me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at Oki Molina, that's O-K-I-E Molina, and say hello. Just tag me in your stories or send me a DM. I'm so excited to connect with you. Until next week, know that you are called and equipped by God.